Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the show. It is still the beginning of 2023 and this is the second episode, I think, third episode into the new year. So I'm not sure how long you're supposed to say Happy New Year for, but I'll say it again. Happy New Year. I want to chat with you about what you are leaving behind this year. What is one of the things that you know you're not meant to carry into this year? See, we do this thing where we set these goals, we create these goals, we maybe do the vision board, we think about where we're going, all the things. And sometimes the most productive thing we can do is decide what to leave behind. The most productive thing we can decide to do is what are we going to stop doing? It's it's not about adding more because if you're a person who is already like energetically tapped some days, Adding more to-dos to your list is not going to fix things for you. It's not going to help you. And so instead, I want you to think about what is it that you want to leave behind this year? What is not serving you? What is something that you know you're not meant to carry into this year? And this is going to tie into an experience that I just had because, you know, I was like to teach and share. And as I came into the end of the year, I really had some reflection moments of what do I want it to feel like next year? What do I want my business to feel like? What do I want my clients to feel like? Like, what do I want those experiences to feel like? Instead of just focusing on like, what's the number goal? What's the blah, blah, blah. For me, I really want to get back in touch with how do I want it to feel? And that also required me to look at what wasn't working this past year. So when you think about it, what are one, maybe one to three things that you know you're leaving behind? Like, you know, they're not serving you. You know, it is not going to move the needle forward for you. It is not going to change your life, change your career, change your trajectory. In fact, holding on to those things will only keep you stuck in that situation for even longer. So what are the one to three things that you know you are leaving behind this year? For me, I'm going to be completely real with you. It is people pleasing, wavering in my ba- in my boundaries and not putting my self-care first. So you might be listening and going, wait, you people please? Like that sounds so strange. Well, it's not. And I'm just going to own this for a fact. I was dealing with a client issue at the end of December. And this was a client issue that there was no solution for. There was no solution for. And you know how you ever have those conversations with somebody that they're not going to go anywhere? Like it's actually not going to go anywhere. And people, we always bring our own lens to the equation. So this was a really difficult situation that bordered on harassing. And I'm not going to go into details, but I'm just going to say for a few moments, 
maybe a few days, this kept me in a space of going like, what in the world is happening? I wanted to make this easier and make it better because when you're building your business, right, it's, it's, nobody wants to be in this position, but there's also comes a point where it's like, we can't please everyone. And we, we actually aren't meant to work with everyone. Our messages are going to spark people. They are going to trigger people. And for some people that trigger an expansion is actually going to allow them to make some change for others. They're just not interested. And that's okay. So I caught myself and went, you know what? No, no more apologizing. No more, like nothing. We're done. Move on. Wavering in my boundaries. So this is really another one that I want to share. I'm pretty good on boundaries. I I speak on them. I coach on them. I talk on them all the time. And I guess they have to be step up even more. And that's that's okay. So I'm recognizing this. If I say I'm going to take a couple of days off online, like being offline, or if it's, I don't know, Christmas day, and I maybe share one or two stories because I'm sharing because I want to, if I don't respond to a DM, especially a nasty DM, um, that's my choice and it's Christmas day and I don't want to. So my boundaries, like wavering in them and not apologizing for them. I think is something so clear that to me now that if I want to show up and share, I will. If I don't want to, I won't. If I don't want to answer, I don't have to. These are boundaries because boundaries are, remember, they are about protecting our own energy, like our energy. That is what's important. No one else knows what that is. No one else understands that better than you. And the third thing that I'm going to leave behind is not putting my self-care first. I am a generator in human design. It is easy for me to work, especially when it is something that I love doing. And content creation actually sometimes just flows out. My creative ideas come. And so sometimes I will sit and do a post first thing in the morning because it's dropped down and it's there. Not because I sit for an hour and try and do it. If I do that, I don't do it. But my self-care can get pushed back. And then all of a sudden I can find myself resentful that I don't have time to do it. Meanwhile, I'm the one that's deciding the clock. So it's a humble moment to recognize that our self-care, like creating time and making time for our self-care comes from us. This is what we get to do first. And the more you can pour into yourself, the more you have for others. I also believe that it's interesting in this reflection that the more I put my self-care first, the more I respect my needs and the more I'm going to honor my boundaries. Hmm. Maybe then less people pleasing. See how that see how that works. So when you pick the things that you know that you're leaving behind, they actually might all support each other to only move you further forward in your goals and what you want. And that's the next thing I want to say is is as, when you get clear on what you want to leave behind, be clear on what purpose it was serving, and maybe leaving it behind is actually moving you one step closer to the goals that you want. So if I say that I want to feel stronger coming into my 53rd year, and I want to make sure that I am taking the best care of myself as possible and honoring my boundaries and listening to what I need, that when I continue to pour into myself, that will move me further forward. And only like when I'm in the space of leaving those things behind, it only increases the the trajectory. So all of that can feed into each other and continue to move you further forward. So again, it's not always about doing more. It is about letting go of the things that are not serving you and moving forward. Next, what if you could trust yourself even more? Hmm. 
there's a concept. What if you could focus on the bigger picture where you're going and not on what didn't work last year? See, our subconscious mind, again, 95% is responsible for 95% of our thoughts and our beliefs and our values. 95%. It does not understand negatives. It does not understand things. It does not understand time. So it doesn't understand past, present, or future. So if you're only saying and focusing on what didn't work, what you don't have, it doesn't hear the negative. So if you're like, I don't want more debt, then all it hears is more debt. It actually literally doesn't understand negative and doesn't process them. So be very careful and very mindful that you are not calling out what you don't want and that you are not speaking in a present tense, like speak everything in a present tense. So it's not that I will have, it's I have, I am, I be, I do, I have, it's already done. That's how our subconscious mind understands. Every single thing is teaching us something. So all of the things that didn't work out last year, Can you see how they might have worked for you in a way? And it's okay if you can't see that yet, but look back in time to think of how many things in your life that didn't work out the way that you wanted that actually worked out even better than expected because we are only supposed to know so much of the plan, which actually isn't very much. It's up to us to decide what the meaning of it is. So when I refer back to this example in the beginning of this person who is pretty much borderline harassment, I'm going to go with that. Um, I got to decide the meaning of it. Does the meaning mean that I am a failure as a person because of I'm taking her words to heart and making them mean something? Or does it mean that I can't please everyone? My voice and message are going to trigger people. And maybe I do need to let go and leave behind people pleasing, wavering in my boundaries and not putting my self-care first. Thank you for that reminder. Like, see how the difference in energy when you shift what that means, it changes everything. This is the mindset work. And I can't do any of this if I don't do self-care. Physically impossible. Cannot do it. Cannot do it. So it is really important to continue to tap into this. So I want you to think about like what habits will support you in making these changes, anchoring it in every single day and asking for accountability and to lean into the sense of knowing that you are capable of bringing it all to life. So I have this group of women in a text message thread that they started. And if you're listening, I love you. You know who you are. But we started this, like, what are we doing next year? What are the three things that we're doing? And as I was watching, some of the goals that were coming up were like massive goals. And it's like, okay, well, it's not that massive goals aren't important, but you have to layer in the habits in order to get there. So break it down even in more detail. So if you want to do one thing a day that is going to move you closer, how much more specific about that can you be? You can't say decrease screen time. Because first off, you have to look at what your screen time is now. How can you decrease it? What's it going to look like to decrease it? How can you put those parameters in place? How are you going to stick to it? What's your accountability? Do you see how I mean? Be so specific so that you set yourself up for success. Don't say exercise three times a week. What kind of exercise? Walk? Do you want to be on your treadmill? Do you want to do some strength training three times a week? What does that look like? And then even go one step further and put it in your calendar and in your schedule. So you are setting yourself up for success. I would not suggest picking more than three things to focus on at a time because it just gets too overwhelming. And the second it gets overwhelming, it's so easy to go, you know what? See, screw it. I can't do it. So don't set yourself up for that. That's not setting yourself up for success. Instead, do it this way. 
let go. Like, what is it that you want to leave behind? Honor that those lessons taught you something this year. And they did probably happen for you. So seeing them, recognizing them, and leaving them behind is going to set you up for success. Then looking at where are you going? What what is something you want to add and build on this year? And then what habits are going to support you in doing that? And being so super specific, small, like chunk size habits, layering them in. And maybe every month you add a second layer and that second layer is small. That's how you set yourself up for, for success. It's not all or nothing. It's not. And I say this with so much love. You can start anytime you want. Your New Year's Day can be today. It can be tomorrow, whatever it is. And starting a new, you don't need a new year to start a new you. You can do it any day. You don't need a new Monday in order to start a new you. It can be any day. You decide. You always get to decide. So stay on that train of thought. Trust yourself. Let go of what is not serving you. Do it with the most amount of compassion and kindness and honesty and grace and recognize that it's happening for you. And then add in and layer in these habits so that you can move your needle one more step closer to the direction that you want, because that's how you create change in your life. So I'm sending you so much love. I would love to know how this, this episode lands for you and supports you. And I cannot wait to continue to support you this year. I have huge visions for this podcast of what's going to happen. And because those visions are there, it's happening. Let's just say that. So those visions that you have, they are happening for you and they're going to unfold. The universe just wants you to keep showing up and saying, hey, I'm serious and I'm ready to do this. So thank you so much. So grateful for you. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.